Welcome to Why Though the Podcast. <laughs> we did it. That Baby. was amazing. Hello. Hello. I'm Lizzie Acker. I'm a reporter for the Oregonian Oregon Live, and I have an advice column called Why Though. She sure does. It comes out on Tuesdays. I don't write an advice column, but my name is Destiny Johnson, the social media producer at the Oregonian Oregon Live, and I am helping Lizzie turn her fantastic advice column into this very podcast that you're listening to. Thank you, Destiny. If I may say, you're doing a fabulous job. Thank you so much. It's easy. <laughs> you're such a dream to work oh, with. Hey. This is just an hour of me and Destiny complimenting each other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, that's what you signed up for. This is, um, we're a few episodes in now, but still pretty early podcast. So thank you if you're putting your ears on this. Mm-hmm. I really appreciate it. Um, we take questions that Lizzie gets emailed for her advice column and we talk about them live here and then Lizzie takes them and. Right. And then I advise. She I sure give does. the advice. And you know what? I don't just get emailed these questions. Sometimes people stop me on the street and ask me <laughs> questions. <laughs> Coworkers. Well, like I think I said this last time, but. Sometimes my coworkers will call me and ask me an advice question. And they'll be like, you cannot put this in the column. Because they know that that's, you're a professional advice giver. I'm a giver. professional advice giver. And I usually try to convince them to let me, um, you know, mix it up and make it so it's not them. And they're usually like, absolutely no. But you know what? I still try. It's good to have boundaries, but it's also good to press against those boundaries <laughs> and see if you can't figure it out. Um, I do appreciate that. So Lizzie takes all of this conversation that we have here and distills it into... Um, more succinct advice for you in her column, which will come out the following Tuesday. So this mm-hmm. comes out on Thursday, whenever you're listening to it. Um, the next Tuesday, a why though will come out. And you can see all the old why those by going to OregonLive.com slash why though. Yeah, we have an actual landing page. We're so fancy. And um, you can find old episodes of the podcast. They're not very old because this is a very new podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can watch a video of me and destiny you can read my old columns and you can email me you can find all the information about emailing me or you can even text me you can how can they do that lucy so you can text the word advice to 503-751-8731 and then just click the link and subscribe yep and then you get to literally talk to lucy i've been texting at least one person already through this service mm-hmm I saw it. It really happens. So a lot of these um, services, you get like pre-written text messages that just send out information to you. No, no, this is a back and forth. So you also get a 14-day free trial, which is great. And then after that, it is $3.99. That's right. Yep, less than a cup of coffee a day for the whole month. Yep, for the whole month. No, it's not $3.99 a day. It's $3.99 for a month. Um, And we'll be reaching out to you to get your advice and hear what you think about the pod and also Lizzie's column. So just chat, you know? Yeah, let, we'll do that. And speaking of chatting, I have a little bit of a, a funny slash embarrassing question mm, to okay, pose to you okay, today if you're on. ready. I'm ready. This is from Pant Problems. <laughs> Sorry. So. <laughs> you know, when you send me questions, please actually come up with names because sometimes, most frequently, I have to come up with the names and that's why they are lame. <laughs> no, I like... Um, excuse me, Mr. Problems, Mr. Pant Problems. Um, I love that. Okay. But the question is, what should I do if I see a man with his fly down on the bus? A normal-looking guy who appears to be on his way to work, but a total stranger. Should I tell him? This has, unfortunately, happened to me more than once. First of all, Pant's Problems, I'm so sorry. I don't think it's you. And if you're wondering, is it me? I don't think it is. No. I think it's men. I think it's men. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what would you do, Lizzie? <laughs> well, 
I mean, my initial reaction is uh, mind your own business, uh, stay safe out there. Mm-hmm. I'm a longtime public transit rider and also just a person who has existed in a city for a long time. And I don't think you can judge normal by the cover. You know, oh, you I don't certainly think, cannot. I don't think that's something. You might look at somebody and say, that's a perfectly fine, normal dude who mm-hmm. won't assault me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, not funny, not funny. But no. you, you do not know. You do not know um, how someone's going to react. And um, if it's a total stranger, then and you haven't had any inter- interaction with this person, I would say leave it alone. Um, I will say one time, this, this makes me think of this, I uh, was walking down the street in San Francisco, and this lovely gentleman chased after me. I was like, oh, my God, you know, and I turned around, and the guy was like, your skirt is tucked up in your underwear. Oh, my God, that's so nice. <laughs> oh, my God, he was on a mission. He wasn't going to let he, you be embarrassed. Yeah, I mean, that was so nice. That was so nice. And I don't want to get too gendered with this, but I think if it was a woman... I mean, this is the perspective of two women, right? So understand where we're coming from. If you are um, non-gendered or a man and you take issue with this, um, this is just where we're coming from. Yeah, text Lizzie and (laughs) let her know. But also, like, this is just where we're coming from. It's not... We're not here to bash on men or anything like that, but this is our perspective as women who have lived in the world. Right, yeah. It's not an anti-man podcast. I'm just saying, like, when... As women um, moving through the world, it is better to err on the side of caution and safety, in my opinion, than and not stuffing your under undies there. Yeah, I also like somebody can be completely normal and not going to be offended that you talk to them or cause any major issues, but still want to hold you verbal hostage. I think a lot of people are normal, but also just are people I don't want to talk to. In yeah. no in a no offense kind of way, but I don't really want to talk to anyone when I'm trying to get to where I'm going usually. Um, but I would have to say I kind of disagree. Wow. I'm not. Drama on the podcast. So, <laughs> yes, this is our drama. Are you ready for this hot goss? Um, I'm not uh, an ardent uh, public transit user and not because I have anything against public transit. Um, it's because I don't really know how to use it because I came from a small town in the sticks and there wasn't really public transit. You could catch a bus to the mall. <laughs> that was like kind of it. Um, and I, yeah, I never used, I didn't use public transit until I was in college, wow. which was a completely baffling experience for me, which is like a little almost embarrassing. Right. But, um, and then, uh, I traveled around Europe and had to use that public transit, which mm-hmm. was uh, an adventure for a little gal like me. Um, and I haven't used much of the public transport here in Portland, so I'm, I'm putting that out there because I think that's important context, right? Yeah. There is a culture that exists on public transit that I'm not super familiar with. Mm-hmm. That being said, because I am from a small town, it is not uncommon uh, to talk to strangers. Mm-hmm. It's less common here. I've talked about that a little bit mm-hmm. with Lizzie. Yeah. Um, just people don't engage in, like, the, I call it perfunctory politeness. Mm-hmm. Like, you're not being polite because you want to. It's because you're supposed to. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just the right thing to do. It doesn't really exist here, but I still have all these habits. Um, Like, I offer to help old people at the grocery store. and Like, you know, like, just, I'm not trying to, like, 
I'm a better person Jesse's than you. Better than us. I'm a better person than you is what <laughs> However, I'm trying to I'm say. I'm right on this because I read I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> it's not moral superiority. Jesse, maybe moral superiority. But it's, it's just, you know, it's just something ingrained in me. So I think I would go up to that person and be like, hey, just, you know, your fly's down. But I might do it on their way out or my way out. But I'm that also not going to, like, reach too far, right? Like, if, yeah. if they walk by me on the bus and I notice it and they're in a completely different part of the, not the bus, but mm-hmm. the, like, TriMet, you know, right. different car or something, like, I'm not, Yeah. that's okay. I was about to say, in, if, if you must, if you must, do it on your way out. I think I would, just to protect myself largely from having to be engaged in a conversation I don't want to be part of, but right. I'm too polite to say, yeah. I gotta go. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, I have, like I said, well, I mean, I grew up actually in a pretty small town with mm-hmm. a, kind of not much very useful bus system so I didn't ride the bus as a kid at home but um as an exchange student I rode a lot of public transit Mm -hmm. and I traveled and used transit and like even traveling to like Seattle as a kid we would use transit and ride the train and stuff and um so I feel like I've I've used a lot but in Portland pre-pandemic I was a two times a day bus rider love that um pre-pandemic, pre-child, but, you know, my child mm-hmm. and pandemic are pretty much the same mm-hmm. <laughs> in, ter- in terms of timing. Um, and I, um, I I don't think that I love getting, you know, actually one thing I do sometimes like about the bus is that you can have a conversation with a total stranger. So I feel like if, if I was, had just like happened to strike up a conversation with somebody and it had done a bit of a vibe check on them and and noticed they had a, their fly down, then um, then I would say something. I'm somebody who is probably erroneously not concerned with my safety when it comes to being in public settings. Yeah. I've been known to, yeah, I've been known to maybe at prior organizations, not this one, um, you know, door knock alone, um, approach mm-hmm. people in crowded settings alone. You know, I just like we, we do that sometimes as journalists. Yeah, it, um, I think journalism kind of sets you up. Mm-hmm. If you have a great management team, you don't have this. They look out for you. You know, mm-hmm. but like, yeah, I I like to think I'm smart enough, maybe. Yeah. Um, but but the real the sad reality and i guess if you think about it too much you become a hermit so you never know when something bad's going to happen to you it can happen to you on public transit it can happen to you when you're alone it can happen in the night in the day it doesn't really matter and as cis women we have to be concerned about that um mm-hmm. to a certain degree uh and um yeah i i yeah I, so so i i what it, i'm saying that because I think I would say something to this stranger. I don't necessarily advise that you do. But in the situation where if I had, like, a kid with me, you have mm-hmm. a kid, I don't have a kid, I wouldn't, you know? Right. Because then I'm I'm not, I'm perhaps engaging with somebody who could either hold me verbal hostage or be a little bit creepy or weird, and I'm, like, in charge of another whole human being. I can have disregard for my own life, but, you know, you got to draw the line. The funny thing about having a kid with you is that more people will talk to you. Oh, for sure. Like, and when I had a baby, I took her on the bus, you know, because she's born a couple months before the pandemic started. So I was on maternity leave taking this infant with, I was, like, breastfeeding on the bus. I mean, I was, like, It's a whole other level, yeah. Also constantly commenting, which is fine, you know, like, Mm. it's it's kind of an intro, but people also can be super weird. Mm -hmm. Um... And, you know, I, I generally feel pretty safe on the bus 
to be honest, I like to sit near the front. Um, I don't. I really think the bus is super safe, and I, um, I love, I love it as a service. But I was gonna say, I think one of the, you know, I like grew up in mainly in small towns, and um, Corvallis. Shout out to Corvallis, the place <laughs> I mostly grew up. But when I was, I went to Lewis and Clark for college, or transferred. A long story, but anyway, I moved to San Francisco. I lived in San Francisco for about eight years. And I, rem- I know that when I first lived, moved to San Francisco, I was a bit more like you, I would say. I would, like, help people on the street. I would try to help them. And um, a couple things happened to me uh, that made me stop doing that. Okay, yeah. You know, like, I... One time, actually, I didn't even try to help anyone this time. I was just walking down a very nice street in San Francisco, talking to my friend on the phone, and I spit on the sidewalk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and there was a person on a cordless phone, so he lived in that mm-hmm. neighborhood he was just like standing in front of his house on a cordless phone he put down his phone and followed me down the street screaming at me in the face or behind me until he shoved me off the street <gasps> off the sidewalk into the street and I was like this is strange you know I mean it was yeah. terrifying yeah I was my friend was listening to the whole thing on the phone mm-hmm. and um you know, now if that happened to me, I would probably call the police. Sure. At that time, I was just, like, so shocked. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah that absolutely. I, didn't even, I just, like, ran and got yeah. out of there. Um, and then, you know, a couple times trying to help people, drunk people, get into a cab or something, getting shoved. I got shoved multiple times. Yeah. Which stopped me from maybe interacting and engaging with people on that level. Like, I think when I moved there, I moved there from Portland, I thought, I can help everyone. And... And by the time I left, I was more like, I need to protect my own safety. And honestly, when I was in my early 20s living in Portland, I did some super unsafe stuff that involved, you know, getting in cars with strangers and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I had just a different, like, relationship to that. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like, I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings, but I'm, I'm moved past that. Like, I actually don't care. If I'm going to hurt somebody's feelings, I would rather just, like, stay safe. Mm-hmm. Which is funny because I was probably a lot more in danger when I was 22. And now that I'm, like, 40, nobody's actually that interested in abducting me. <laughs> They're like, we don't have time for that. Well, I have some thoughts about this. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm going to tell you all about them when we come back from short break. Okay. And we're back from our little break. Mm-hmm. And here are my thoughts about that. Yeah. Um, I, I wouldn't call myself confrontational, but I bet there's a long line of people who would. Destiny, you literally called yourself confrontational last episode. Well, (laughs) I would say I go to great lengths to avoid conflict in my life. Okay. Um, Even cumbersome things to avoid conflict in my own life. Mm -hmm. I do, however, heartily believe in the hypothesis of mess around and find out. (laughs) And that if somebody would like to mess around with me, they will certainly find out. Mm -hmm. So... If somebody started screaming at me for spitting on the sidewalk, Mm -hmm. I know that I'm not the kind of person who would run or keep walking. I would turn around and be like, say that to my face. I would get punched out by an adult man because clearly that man was unhinged. Oh, yeah, unhinged. You know? I was just, like, walking. It was so weird, um, so unexpected. A super nice, like, fancy neighborhood. This is why I'm like, you don't know who's normal. You don't. This person, I just walked past. They seemed totally normal, and they were unhinged. And I did, actually, after he shoved me off the sidewalk, I turned around and I said, get the mm-hmm. uh, away from me. Um, Good for which you. is something I learned from my mom long ago and I should have like employed it earlier in that interaction. Yeah. You know, like it actually, if you yell at causing a scene face, is the way. Yeah. They don't like it. 
Here, yeah, this is, I was going to say, this is what I've learned. Mm -hmm. If you, if someone's causing a scene with you, right. if you are comfortable enough to cause a bigger scene, people do not like that. Yeah. They do not, they will stop what they're doing and they're like, whoa, this, this right. script has flipped. Like, I'm fine with a stranger thinking I'm like a little crazy. Me too, yeah, you know? totally. But I also have the opposite anecdotal experience mm. that, that you do, I guess that keeps me doing, except for the old lady in the grocery store, which is a story yeah. I'll oh, tell yeah. for another time. But, um... My neighbors who live across the street are older gentlemen. Um, I don't really know their ages. Older than my parents. Okay. Old, older gentlemen. Um, Destiny's young parents? My dad is going to be 70 and coming up here okay. soon. So, you know. But anyway, uh, he there's a man who owns the house. He's got some roommates to help him pay for its mortgage. They're all super nice. Um, but he came over one day. I didn't really know him like that well. Mm -hmm. He had a giant hole in the fly of his pants. And he was just talking to us through the door. Mm -hmm. He had brought us some fresh chicken eggs. So obviously oh, we know this man nice. is nice, right? Yeah. Like we've established the niceness mm -hmm. of this man. So this is a little bit of a safer situation. Right. But I was like, hey, if you bring those pants over, I'll sew them up for you like I sew. So we brought the pants over. He also gave me some more chicken eggs and I returned the pants. And then... Um, <laughs> I really like that you specify the chicken eggs because what other kind of eggs? I like goose eggs. <laughs> fish eggs. <laughs> oh, God. Uh... <laughs> Water, uh, any kind of waterfowl, you know. <laughs> Duck eggs, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, I love them. He has them. chickens, I and eggs. I love them. And um, they're very cute. But, uh, and then his other roommate was like, hey, do you think you could sew this dog bed for me? And I was like, it would be my pleasure, oh my like, for gosh. his big dog who had oh. ripped it. And so, like, now we have, like, a, a good bartering system. Yeah. Like, he left me some soup on my doorstep the other day, mm -hmm. which was very sweet. sweet. So, like, this is different. This is in your neighborhood. This person could has the opportunity. Any of your neighbor, neighbors have the opportunity to no longer be a stranger to you if yeah. you decide that for you. And I don't blame you if you don't. Um, so it is a different situation, but I guess stuff like that keeps me interested in like mm -hmm. trying to engage. But just be smart out there. I mean, I, Lizzie's. I just, yeah, I support engaging with your neighbors, and I will say, in terms of neighbors, I'll tell the story really quickly. Once, long, not long ago, a while ago, pre-pandemic again, we'll say. Sure. Um, uh, we had security cameras at our house and there was like this person looking at our house and like we saw this person on the camera this was we were both gone mm -hmm. from home we saw it later in the evening and like these people kept coming back and what was going on and they seemed like they maybe they were casing our house or something yeah, so we weird. called the police sorry we did that and they were surprisingly interested and they like police came to our house parked in front of the house and we gave the guy like a DVD burned of the camera. Just, you know, they were like, just in case, like, these people are stealing things from the neighborhood. Mm -hmm. Police car drives away, had the lights on in front of our house. Suddenly, there's a knock on our door. It's the people from the camera. Okay. They were like, oh, my God, did something get stolen from your garage? We're your new neighbors, and your garage door was open Aww. all day, and we were trying to close your garage door, Aww. and we finally closed it. But did something get stolen before we were able to close That's it? That's so nice. Oh, my gosh. And the humiliation. And, yeah. Also, it turns Did you out, tell them? Oh, yes. Oh, okay. They are, like, our <laughs> close friends now. That's great, like, yeah. They were amazing people. Yeah, that's great, really kind. Great neighbors and still great people. We don't live there anymore, but um, that was, whew, that was, that was, like, the opposite of, you know, I was, like, yes, that was being a little yeah. too paranoid. And also, close your garage door, you <laughs> And I, yeah, that's so funny. And so lucky that it was the kind. So Here's the thing that I, I try to think about sometimes. It's like when, especially when engaging with strangers or maybe having a negative event with strangers that can make, leave you feeling like, God, people suck. Yeah. Like the incident on the street in mm -hmm. San Francisco, or maybe you have, you see something, you know, crappy on public transportation or whatever, like, 
I know people are kind because I am kind. Right. And so I think about that a lot in terms of whether or not I'm going to engage or not engage with somebody mm-hmm. that I don't know or maybe mm-hmm. the situation is weird, like some dude's, you know, boxers are hanging out of the front of his shorts <laughs> or whatever. Like, uh, can I be kind about this? Am I going to regret it later? <laughs> right. And I think, you know, like always, what you should always do is um, check in with yourself internally because we have a lot more ability to, to check the vibes of a situation than we give ourselves credit for, you know? Mm-hmm. Also, I think, um, like, you know, uh, don't necessarily call the police first thing unless you're sure that you're in danger. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, well, in that, and in that case, like, I, I felt like it was, um, you know, we were like, it wasn't an imminent thing. No one was going to get hurt or something like that moment. And we called the police immediately and we're like, sorry about that. Could you just uh, throw that DVD away? Um, but, you know, like, I don't know, don't. Just just listen to yourself, mm-hmm. I think, and, and trust yourself a little bit. Mm-hmm. You can be wrong, as I have pointed out. Yeah. I've been wrong, but it's good to be safe. And also, if you choose not to, that's okay. It's okay. Yeah, that's okay. They'll be okay. Yeah. It's not like a life-threatening thing to have a fly down or have something in your teeth or whatever. And right. if you don't know this person and you don't feel comfortable doing that, you respect your own boundaries. Right. That's important. If you see someone who's hurt... Right, that's a different that's situation. That's different, and I think yeah, yeah, call yeah. 911. Yeah, 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 yeah. right. That. Okay, but... Yeah, for sure. That's a totally different... This is, like, this is cosmetic. This is, like, not really going to ruin someone day, but a little embarrassing. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for listening, guys. Yeah, do you think we advised? I think we advised. I think we advised, and I think, like, I want to hear what people think about this. Text Lizzie. Text me. Or you can email her. You want to give them your email? Yeah, my email is lackerlikeslacker with no S, at oregonian.com. And uh, you can email me there. You can also email Destiny. Yeah, I'm at djohnson at oregonian.com. Um, it's a bit of a pattern now, you might notice. I have, yeah, I have less uh, advice to give you, um, but I sure can get you in touch with the Lizzie Acker. She can forward so, your message. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you want to text do that. me, um, <laughs> well, we have this thing where you can actually text me. It's an actual conversation. Um, it's it's It does cost money after the four, first 14 days, and all you need to do is text the word ADVICE to 503-751-8731, and then click the link and subscribe, and I will really be texting you. So mm-hmm. you can text me your thoughts and feelings, and I will text you, and um, it's a cool place to have a dialogue. Yeah, and all this stuff will be in the description of the podcast. We mm-hmm. want to thank you so much for listening. Again, this is a new podcast, Getting Off the Ground. If you have any advice for us, you can also hit us up in those emails mm-hmm. or text Lizzie. Yeah. Be nice about it. Be nice. Because, you know, we're nice. You but can also tweet us. We're still on Twitter for some That's so true, numbers. yeah. If you, want, if you want to see, I'm doing a real pride series of makeup every time I leave oh, my house. You can find cool. that on Twitter and also Instagram. Oh, also, <laughs> we're, we're both on TikTok. I can't say this for most people on mm-hmm. Oregonian staff, but, you know, Destiny and I are two of those people. We are. Mine is just makeup. So, oh, okay. Yeah, like, it's not really. Yeah, mine is, I, I talk about things sometimes. Advice stuff. Advice stuff and sometimes other stuff. and Yeah. She got things to say. We got things to say. Say things. Sometimes I don't. But you know what? You can still follow me there. Yeah, absolutely. Again, it'll be in the description of the podcast. Thanks so much. Have a good day. Bye. Bye. Listening to Why Though the podcast. Subscribe for weekly episodes wherever you listen to podcasts, and don't forget to leave us a five star review. If you're looking for more Why Though, check out my column that comes out every Tuesday on OregonLive.com. You can support our local journalism by going to OregonLive.com/podsupport.